host Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. Well, it's uh, the second school board meeting in a row in Benton Harbor where there's been some physical activity. We'll, we'll put it that way. Last school board meeting, the, the, uh, the police chief of Niles was accused of manhandling some people. And now a group of citizens were prevented from entering uh, the school board meeting by a mob that was apparently blocking this this uh, the school board meeting. And one who identified as a a Black Lives Matter activist said that they were there for Black Lives Matter, actually put somebody in a headlock and prevented them from going into the school board meeting. And this is this is continuing to happen. And the thing is, is that the uh, you know, the victim was called a Nazi and everything else, because, again, you're you're not dealing with bright people. Um, at the same time, this is somebody who identifies as a liberal and says they've always been liberal. They're not conservative. They're not Republican. They're, they're you know, none of the typical cliches. And yet they were assaulted. And there doesn't appear to be anything being done about that. Um, and when you've got, you know, accusations against the Niles police chief for, for putting hands on people and, and saying that he has the authority to, to do some of the things that some question whether or not he has that authority Again, getting into the law and all of that stuff, there appears to be a requirement uh, to allow people to enter this facility for the meeting that was being prevented. Uh, but the police chief feels that 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 doesn't apply in this particular circumstance because, you know, pandemic and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how this all goes down. But this has all been happening in Benton Harbor, Michigan. So pay attention to that. Um, we'll get into Gretchen Whitmer stuff maybe a little bit later today. We'll see if we have time. I want to remind everybody of what is actually happening with COVID here under the latest numbers that we have from the United States. Let me uh, scroll up here to where I, I had them. I posted them uh, late last week. So since September 13th in the United States, the total daily COVID cases have decreased over 55%. The seven-day average since September 13th in the United States has decreased nearly 36%. In Indiana specifically, since September 13th, Indiana's seven-day average for COVID cases has decreased 50%, and the total daily new cases have decreased nearly 72%. So, again, the past you know three weeks has been pretty good for the U.S. as a whole and for the state of Indiana as well as several other states. Doesn't mean that it's going to continue that way. Uh, Michigan is not as successful as Indiana, so maybe those of you on the Michigan side of the border want to, you know, politely ask why it is that the much more stringent Michigan is not doing as well as the less stringent Indiana when it comes to COVID cases. That might be an interesting question to ask when you start talking to some of your your officials, but who knows? But it's just you know one of those things where you point out that at least things are moving in the right direction. Overall, uh, the World Health Organization has said that, you know, um, COVID uh, COVID is declining by 10 percent internationally. You know, these these are good things. What was it? The hospitalizations, I think, from last week were down 15 percent in the U.S., like total hospitalizations. So, again, moving in the right direction at a time, I would like to point out at a time when the virus would, if it was going to surge, would be getting worse. So things are still moving in a positive direction. 
just something for, for you to look at. Uh, there is a new study that is from UC Davis. Let's see, where is this? According to, yeah, there we go. A new study finds that there is no significant difference in COVID-19 viral load between vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals uh, who test positive for infection, regardless of whether they have symptoms or not. You know, uh, Fauci got into it, excuse me, he got into it with Hugh Hewitt. And and Hugh Hewitt basically asked a question. He said, um, is it Hugh Hewitt? Am I getting the right guy? I might not be. Don't quote me on that. Radio host here. I thought I had this opened up here. Is it Hugh Hewitt? I want to make sure I get the right. right. Yes, Hugh Hewitt. Okay. And Hugh Hewitt, by the way, pro-vaccine, has the vaccine and a booster shot, conservative radio host, right, has known Fauci for a long time. But Hugh Hewitt basically, he asked, look, there's a lot of people who see you, Dr. Fauci, on TV, and they they tune you out. You know, would it be better if somebody could prove to you that you would get vaccination rates up if you stepped down? Would you step down? Fauci kept saying no. And he rejected the idea that people are repulsed by anything that Fauci says. Fauci just rejected that idea outright. We know from the polling that people have lost confidence in Fauci. You can't trust what he says because if you give him two weeks, he'll change his mind about it. He's done it throughout the entire pandemic. Now, Fauci says he's only done that because the science has changed. The science hasn't changed. For example, when he was asked to provide any research on his change of position on masks, he couldn't because no research had been done which would justify a change in his position. The other thing that I found actually kind of disturbing in that interview, for those of you who did not hear it, I'll put it in the Daily Show prep, is that Fauci said, you know, some of the things have changed since the beginning, and because of that, we've adjusted and, you know, whatever. And he said that, for instance, we now know that like half of the cases of COVID were spread by asymptomatic people. That's not accurate. First of all, that is one one computer model, air quote, study that just came out a couple of months ago. And it is in stark contrast to multiple studies, which in- include clinical lab results, which show that asymptomatic people can spread the virus, but do so way less than a symptomatic person does. And one of my favorite studies was the one that 110 surfaces in the room. So you took a symptomatic person and you you measured after they were in there for several hours, you measured how much virus was on each surface and they measured the air. The next, they took an asymptomatic person in an identical room, same 110 surfaces and the air, and the asymptomatic person had only infected like three of the 110 surfaces and the air was clean. Whereas the symptomatic person had infected almost all of the surfaces, plus the virus was active in the air. So this is a computer model that was published in the American Medical Association Journal. Um, And Fauci is now out there saying, we now know for a fact that asymptomatic people are spreading the virus as much as symptomatic people. That is not what the study shows. It's not what the previous studies, which are actual clinical trials. This was a computer model study. 
So basically, it's just a computer model. And computer models, I, I realize that with the advent of man-made global warming accusations and things like that, that computer models are supposed to be scientific research. Computer models are not scientific research. They're a model. And this model projects that up to half of infections could have come from asymptomatic people. But that's not actually proven in a clinical result in that study. But here's Fauci out there on Hugh Hewitt's program telling everybody, we now know for a fact that this is the case. That's why nobody trusts him. He'll change his mind constantly. And he does it all the time. It's not just the mask thing. You know, this this whole Fauci saying wear two masks and and then two days later going, okay, don't wear two masks after it was made abundantly clear that his own organization's research showed that that was counterproductive. You know, it's it's just, it's bizarre stuff. So this study from UC Davis, again, not from Kyle the blogger, UC Davis, given the substantial proportion of asymptomatic vaccine breakthrough cases with high viral levels, interventions including masking and testing should be considered for all in settings with elevated COVID-19 transmission. Uh, those studies have shown the various COVID-19 vaccines appear to be successful at reducing infection, severe disease, hospitalization, and death from the virus. The study suggests that a fully vaccinated person with a breakthrough case of COVID-19 who has no symptoms is just as capable of spreading the virus to other people as an unvaccinated person who is sick but has no symptoms. So the UC Davis study says a fully vaccinated person who is asymptomatic is as likely to spread COVID as an unvaccinated person who is asymptomatic. So they compared asymptomatic vaccinated versus asymptomatic unvaccinated. And they found that the viral load in each one is virtually identical. But still, most of the research, yes, there's a computer model that counteracts this, but most of the research that we have with a clinical test shows that asymptomatic people can spread the virus, but do so much less than symptomatic people, which, of course, makes perfect sense since asymptomatic people are not spreading as much of the virus around. So it's just, it's one of those things. I just want you to know about it because nobody's going to cover this. So I, I gave you the information so you're well aware. Asymptomatic people, both vaccinated and unvaccinated, carry the same amount of virus and have the same likelihood to pass the virus on to other people as, as each other, according to this UC Davis study. And that's according to UC Davis. Now, if somebody comes across and says UC Davis is wrong on this, we'll report on that too, just like we did. But this is a new study that just came out of UC Davis that, you know, there will be other studies that will take a look at it. But at the same time, they're saying whether you're vaccinated or not, if you're asymptomatic, vaccinated people can spread the virus just as easily as as unvaccinated people. Now, there is this battle about whether or not vaccinated people have the same viral load and the ability to spread the virus to others as unvaccinated people. Israel says no. Um, Fauci originally said, yes, vaccinated people can spread the virus as much as unvaccinated people. A bunch of doctors in the United States said, hold on a second, that's not true. So there's this huge battle about all of this. And now you've got a UC Davis study that says, look, when it comes to asymptomatic people, at least, which isn't the biggest concern, but when it comes to asymptomatic people who have COVID with a breakthrough case with vaccinated, 
uh, versus unvaccinated, they have an equal chance of spreading the virus to somebody else. If UC Davis's research holds, that means that vaccinated people, at least in some circumstances, are going to be just as likely to continue to spread the, the virus as unvaccinated people, which shatters one of the remaining narratives that are used to support getting the vaccine in mass is that if you do get it, you're still less likely to spread it to other people. They love telling you that it's only unvaccinated people who are spreading the virus to vaccinated people, but that, according to UC Davis, is not true. You've got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So I got a couple of things related to masks. Um, where did this go? So there was a, did I close that? I think I did. All right. So there's a school district that was in Illinois who are fighting for the ability to require masking, they were told that they could not require masking. And as a result, the number of COVID cases in those schools has dramatically decreased in the couple of weeks since that legal fight was happening, um, which has been the case, again, for most of the country, the cases are starting to, to dive down. As we told you, it's a little bit beyond the timeline that was predicted from the, uh, the health minister in the UK. But you know, they were saying that, look, we, we have a trajectory on the Delta variant. Most of you know that Delta was in India and the UK before it came to the United States. So a lot of people have been looking at those countries to kind of figure out if Delta has a certain lifespan and that sort of thing. And we were already at a point where pretty much the entire uh, adult population had been, you know, would have been herd immunity before we realized that Delta was going to cut right through vaccines the way that it has. So we, we were assuming that we were pretty much herd immune at that point. Um, now we're finding out that, you know, according to the latest research, you know, anywhere between 40 and potentially up to 50% of hospitalizations are now breakthrough infections. And that's starting to become a, a real problem because it's not the 1% like people are talking about. Um, again, those are hospitalizations. Those aren't people who just get sick. And that might end up being a problem down the line, but it also looks like as more people get those breakthrough infections and they survive, they're still going to have that natural immunity now, plus the vaccine that they've had. So they're pretty much set up to battle other strains. Again, research on whether or not you need a, a, a booster, we'll just call it a booster, if you already have natural immunity, they're conflicting. There's some research that shows that it will improve your antibody response. There's some that say that it, it won't. It could potentially reduce it. So it just depends. You know, weigh it for, for whatever you feel is, is best for you in your, your situation. Um, there is this story out there, though, that I thought was interesting. The media loves highlighting young, healthy people who die from COVID, even though it's extraordinarily rare. And the reason that they do that is they want young, healthy people to know that they can still die from COVID in order to scare them into getting vaccinated and, and wear masks and do whatever. So there was a story about a college student who was, who is listed as dying from COVID. And 
it's not somebody who actually died from COVID. And this story actually got pumped by the New York Post, which is a right-leaning newspaper in New York. College student dies from COVID complications after resisting vaccine. So once again, we're into this headline. For those of you who missed the 3 o'clock hour, Notre Dame professor who belittled people on, on her Twitter who didn't get vaccinated, had the vaccine, had a booster shot, died a couple of, uh, two weeks, I think, right after getting the booster shot. So we're not supposed to make fun of that person or acknowledge that. Uh, there's a teacher's in their 60s. They are now in the hospital fighting for their life. They're fully vaccinated with a booster shot. Why can't we highlight those cases while they will highlight cases like this? So this college student, healthy guy, right? Totally healthy, resists the vaccine, dies from COVID complications. Now, if you read that, that means a healthy college-age guy died from COVID because he didn't want to get vaccinated. Well, it turns out that's not what happened. You see, he tested positive for COVID-19. He was extremely sick, his mother said. He was running 102-degree fever and experienced nausea and other symptoms. Now, around September 7th, his his fever and other symptoms had mostly abated, and he had tested negative for COVID. Shortly after that, he developed headaches, became lethargic. They thought it was a leftover effect of COVID. It wasn't. He got something else. So he got a different infection. He didn't seek treatment from it. They had a sinus infection, um, and then he had a staph infection. Now, keep in mind, these symptoms only showed up after he tested negative for COVID and felt fine. So he had COVID, was sick with COVID, got over COVID, tested negative for COVID. Shortly after that, he got a sinus infection and a staph infection. He didn't seek treatment because he thought that it was lingering effects from COVID. And as a result, he's dead from a staph infection. He didn't die from COVID. He didn't die from complications of COVID. According to everything that's here, he died from a staph infection long after he got over COVID. So why is the news media running around saying healthy college-age kid died from COVID because he refused to get vaccine? Again, to push a narrative. He didn't die from COVID. He didn't die from complications of COVID. He died from a completely unrelated, unrelated illness after he recovered from COVID. But that's not how it's being reported. And it's almost like every single one of these cases where there's a young, healthy person who dies from COVID, I should say there's a young person who dies from COVID, in in almost every single one of these cases, you find out a couple of things. One, they didn't actually die from COVID. It was something else. Two, they were obese or had another comorbidity. And the media just runs with the narrative that they died from COVID because that's the easiest one to sell to get young people to get vaccinated. And we're actually finding out that a lot of young people nowadays are, are willing to get vaccinated and they're willing to wear masks, um, usually because of the social issues involving it. Uh, you talk to any parent from a local high school here and they will tell you that their kid sometimes wants to wear a mask just because they're being excluded from school activities and from being able to hang out and visit with their friends and stuff like that because they're not wearing a mask. So they want to wear a mask just for the social interaction with their friends. MNC News Time is 5.33. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime.
And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. The final game of NFL Week 4 is tonight. FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play, and that is why they are giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every single week. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay bet with three legs or more. That's basically, I've had a couple people ask me that. You're basically betting on three different aspects of the game. Passing yards, rushing yards, total points in the fourth quarter, whatever you want to do. Okay, so as long as you have three of those things or more, that's where this comes in. Okay, so you place the same game parlay bet with three legs or more. If your bet does not win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. Now, you've got the Chargers versus the Raiders. Um, I've never really been a Raiders fan. But because the Raiders are now in Las Vegas, I'm more inclined to like them because it's my hometown. But it's the Chargers offense, guys. And and I, I'm going to build my same game parlay around that Chargers offense. So I'm, I'm going to be talking about passing yards and total points and that sort of thing because I'm just expecting the Chargers offense to run rough shot. But that's, you know, I've been wrong most of the year. So if you disagree with that, that's okay. Build your same game parlay the way that you want to. And if you win, great. If you don't win, um, then, you know, you've got a chance of getting some money back because of FanDuel Sportsbook. If you're new to FanDuel, you can sign up with my promo code, Casey, and you will also receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Now, that is promo code Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, so that way they know I sent you. You must be 21 or over and present in Indiana. Refund issued is not withdrawable side credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay is available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. And if you have a gambling problem, please get help. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right. Let's take a look at some of the other stuff that we have. Got some uh, <clears throat> some interesting stories that are out there, to say the least. I told you before, we were just not going to get through most of this today. It just wasn't going to happen. I am loaded to bear, but uh, it just wasn't going to happen. So... Uh, where is the, yeah, I, okay, let's talk about the Tammy Duckworth thing. I realize it's not big news, um, but I find the news coverage of this to be very interesting. For those of you who do not know, Tammy Duckworth is a Democrat from Illinois. She's a senator. She's a disabled military veteran. She was in a helicopter that was shot down in Iraq. Um, she was the first female double amputee, Okay. <clears throat> now, people have been attacking Fox News because Fox News ran a story about how Tammy Duckworth had not been paying her property taxes in the state of Illinois. Now, in the Fox News article, they go over what program it is. She's not breaking any laws. She's exploiting a tax loophole and all of that. So Fox didn't do any deceptive stuff in the article per se, but what has happened is a bunch of blue checkmark brigaders have gone out there and they've started attacking Fox News for being disingenuous. I'll tell you why in just a second. That's coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel.
And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I've got to tell you about Nutrition HQ. And I, I gave you a tease a couple of weeks ago. And I said, look, they have a new supplement over there. Well, it's a couple of supplements. You can get them in a stack or as individuals. And I told you that they were really excited about this. So here's, here's what they have conveyed to me over at Nutrition HQ. The Alpha Pack they believe is probably the best product they have ever carried ever period and they have been giving it to the uh, the people who come in on a regular basis and usually get a testosterone supplement like virilitat we've been telling you about virilitat for a while well they're getting the alpha pack and they're coming back and they're not going back to whatever other supplement they were on they are re-upping on the alpha pack everybody loves it uh, Jeremy and Sean over at Nutrition HQ both use it on a regular basis, and they will not shut up about how good this product is. Here's the thing. Go to Nutrition HQ, 5804 Grape Road in Mishawaka. If you're a man, ask them about the Alpha Pack. Ladies, I recommend you get TB16. That is their best-selling product. My wife has started to take TB16 and raves about it, too. It is a phenomenal product. Mood enhancer, appetite suppressant. Uh, helps with water retention, and has a fat burner in it. But guys, this Alpha Pack is getting rave reviews. Massive amounts of people are coming back. They're repurchasing it again, and they're not going back to their old supplement regime. This stuff is apparently amazing. I am not on the Alpha Pack right now because I am going to have some hormone tests done um, via the doctor, and I can't have anything that would mess with the testosterone levels until that. But rest assured, once that happens... This will be exactly what I am going on. I should hopefully have that done the next couple of weeks. But the reviews on the Alpha Pack have been amazing. Again, go to Nutrition HQ 5804 Grape Road in Mishawaka. Let them know I sent you. You get a discount. Uh, Tammy Duckworth is using a normal tax loophole in Illinois. But the reason that Fox News is bringing it up is because Tammy Duckworth, for years, has been running around and telling everybody that the rich don't pay their fair share in taxes and the rich should not be exploiting tax loopholes and forcing middle class to pay more in taxes. And here she is doing that. That's why Fox News called her out. Everything that, that they said in the Fox News article is accurate. And I posted on my telegram at Casey, the host, some of, uh, some of uh, Tammy Duckworth's old statements on this particular thing. In case you're interested, here's Bill O'Reilly. 